Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Monday, May 29th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Another week of the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. It's back. Here we go. How was your weekend, Shauna? It was great. Uh, super busy, but but good. Yeah, my boyfriend was in town. Uh, we had a band gig. We had the bike and brewery tour with some listeners on Saturday. Yeah, with Cactus Bike, we went out and hit three different breweries in the southeast industrial area of Calgary. Where there's, a, where, do they have a name for that area? Yeah, if, that's yes. not the Barley Mile, is it? Or I think it is, is actually. It? Yeah, the Barley Belt. Barley Belt. There we yeah. go. Yeah, we yeah. did establishment cabin. And Annex. Yeah, three awesome breweries. Three of and my favorites, actually. It was such a beautiful day, and it was so oh, much fun just, like, perfect. biking around. with. We had, there was, like, 25 of us. Yep. And we were saying that it's so cool because whenever we get a big group of, of ex-listeners together, everybody's always so great. Yeah. Like, no one is ever a problem. Ever. Every, everyone's always cool and, like, the kind of per- people you would want to hang out They're with. They're always people so, that you want to be friends yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a ton of fun. I hope we do it again maybe in the fall. We were just talking to our pro department. We are like, let's do that again, please. It was fun. Yeah. We gave away two really nice bikes, the bikes that you and I were riding. Yeah. Um, They're so awesome. And pretty cool for the, those people who left with, like, brand new $1,200 bikes. Yep. Almost brand new. I rode mine pretty hard. Mm. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. We... We had our, our ashes on them for a little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a great, great weekend. Super nice here in Calgary. Went to the beach yesterday. Went to a party on Saturday night. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. Uh, on today's show, if you haven't heard Shauna's story about the person who broke into her condo last week, you should go back and listen to the last episode because there's a couple breaks today that won't make, make sense if you haven't heard that. Um, Shauna did explain it on the air again, but I didn't include it on the podcast because, as Abina said, you've already heard it. Yep. But we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about the service in New York, like service at restaurants and stuff. Some Fortune 500s for you, a new type of snobs. Could I beat up a certain celebrity? Shauna doesn't think so. No. I think I could. No. You can be the judge. In etymology, it's election day today. We're going to talk about the election, um, maybe even if you're down, Shauna, since I didn't want to do this on the air because I don't want to influence anybody's vote before they've had a chance to cast it, yep. but most people who are listening to this, I think, will have already voted by the time they hear it. Mm-hmm. So maybe we could talk about our predictions for the election, what we think is going to happen, because it's going to be super tight. It's going to be unbelievably tight. I honestly like still think it go either way. Well, let's get into that in the middle of the podcast. Um... A couple more things, funny things I overheard from my kids' friends after your out-of-context clip of the show. And you know what? I'd prefer it with your mouth anyway. That's, oh my God. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So we talked about this earlier in the show, but uh, I got robbed on Friday morning. And you can hear our full discussion on the podcast, but basically I woke up at 1.30 a.m. on Friday and there was some rustling in my kitchen and I thought it was just the wind. So I came out of my room and there was a strange dude in my kitchen robbing 
us. So um, anyway, the, 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 basically I started yelling at the guy and then I thought maybe he had a weapon. So I ran back into the bedroom. Luckily, the guy wound up leaving and he took off some booze, but that was it. So in the grand scheme of things, like we are very lucky. Everything is OK. Um, but there's one really funny part of the story that I haven't told you about yet. But uh, when I ran back into the bedroom to tell my boyfriend that there was there was somebody in the kitchen, uh, he jumped up. And he ran down the hallway to chase this guy. But the thing is, he sleeps naked. When you initially so, told me this story, and you said mm-hmm. that Cliff chased the guy out. Yeah. So In my head, I pictured Cliff doing it naked. Fully naked. Just, but the funniest part was that in his initial reaction, because he jumped up, like still half asleep, of course, half unaware of what was going on, he grabs the blanket and just covers his jaybird with a blanket <laughs> as he's running down the hallway with one hand like up and yelling at this guy to get the frig out of the condo. And he, he did think quickly enough to grab the little blankie. So you can envision this man fully naked with just a little blankie covering his, <laughs> his beef spear, <laughs> screaming at this dude. And then it was... Uh, so, so the guy leaves, okay? Because he the guy didn't leave when you yelled at him. No, he he was kind of initially on his way out when I was yelling. Like, he took his time, but then by the but time he Cliff had... Crazy Cliff coming down the hall with his with chino his, chinchilla. His little blankie. His hanging chat at him. And the guy's oh like, oh, no, oh, no, no. And then he goes. Yeah, then he goes. And then the funny thing is Cliff didn't remember doing that. So then the blanket is on the floor when the guy finally leaves and Cliff's now standing there naked and he goes, where did the blanket come from? And I was like, Cliff, you grabbed it to cover your ham candle on the way. So you're running down the hallway and it's this like blue little blankie. It's a super light little thing that he's holding. I'm just like, Very sheer. And he's like a shaved head. I'm like, you look like a dude from Rugrats running down, running down the hallway with this. This giant naked baby. <laughs> holding, oh man, that's his, funny. His fist is up, but he's holding a bottle. He's got a <laughs> like, and he's running down the hallway. This Robert's probably like, "Oh my god, <laughs> this guy's crazier than I am." <laughs> Get me he's out telling, of here! He's telling his friends, "Yeah, I got some oh booze my in this place." God, but this giant baby chased giant me out. Charlie from Rugrats coming <laughs> Holy man, that's funny. Oh my God. And then the police came, and I hope Cliff got dressed before the police he had, arrived. He had clothing on, but it's like, the Sir, we're going to need you. Yeah, we actually didn't give that description either. So, what did you do? Well, the giant <laughs> baby running down the hallway with a blanket. Get him out of there. In case you ever want to tell people self defense, you can teach them that method. It worked real yeah, well. Yeah, no one wants to fight you when you're naked like that. Nope. <laughs> Such good nightmares are made of podcast. <laughs> so recently on the show, I talked about a, a new segment I want to start where I tell you about the things that I overheard while coaching Little League. Yeah. So funny. Crazy. This is related to that. This wasn't a Little League, but I had taken some... My, my boys have two friends in the neighborhood, also brothers, who are about the same age as them. And on Friday, I took them all for Slurpees and heard a couple funny things on that trip. So... We're driving to we're driving to the, the corner store, and we're passing all the election signs on the side of the road and stuff. And yeah. uh, the older one and I, who's nine, we're talking about uh, we're talking about the, the candidates. And he said, "Oh yeah, that candidate was at our door the other night." And I said, "Oh yeah." I said, "He's going to have a, a tough time unseating the incumbent here." Uh, the, and the kid says, "Yeah, I think that's who we're going for." <laughs> like, 
<laughs> we've talked it over as a family, uh, and we've decided that we will be throwing our support behind this candidate. That is <laughs> like, hilarious. You're nine. It's pretty impressive that you even know that. That's right? amazing. You know yeah. who's who and who belongs to which party. And, wow. Um, so that was funny. And then we get there, and I, we buy Slurpees, and I threw the tailgate down in my truck, and they were sitting in the in the bed just like drinking their Slurpees, and I was sitting there on my phone. And I just felt this presence right behind me, like right at my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I turn, and it's the it's the younger of the two kids, and he's like, his face is right by my face, and he says, "Just so you know, Slurpees make me crazy." <laughs> that's amazing. I'm like, just giving you fair uh, warning here that you good. you may have made a hey, mistake. Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> In about thirty minutes, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna come off the rails here. I'll make so. sure you're back home with your parents at that point. <laughs> The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I would like to propose a new naming trend if we could. Naming our children after words that don't have great definitions but sound nice. Okay. I think we should reclaim some of these words. The first name I would like to propose, felony. (laughs) Felony sounds like a nice name. Like Melanie. Like Melanie, exactly. (laughs) And a very popular name, Melanie is. Felony should be as well. But I mean, the definition makes people go, I'm not going to name my kid. You're right. But but it's a pretty sounding word, isn't it? It's a pretty sounding word. (laughs) Felony. Felony. Also, for for a guy or or a, a boy, arson. Arson? Good strong name. That's what I thought. Arson Arson. sounds like a great name, but I mean, you maybe don't want to name your kid after uh, arson. There are quite a few crimes that could work. There's a lot of crimes. Like usury? Yes. It's a pretty name, isn't it? Treason? Treason. Treason. Is our daughter treason? Right. I think that's a great, but... (laughs) Mutiny? Oh. Mutiny is a pretty word as well. I mean, that's okay. I also found another way of... You know, um, side of things is a lot of um, illnesses and yes. diseases and stuff. They all Abs- sound great. Like in waiting, there's a joke about chlamydia. Like, oh, they my daughter chlamydia. Of course, yeah. yeah. It's like that. It is though. That sounds like a very pretty name. Like, like a flower. Even anemia. Anemia. Right or asthma. Cholera. Cholera for Cholera. sure. These are all like nice girl names, aren't they? Malaria. As- M- malaria. Malaria sounds beautiful. It sounds regal, doesn't it? it? Does, it's clean malaria. Yeah, even euthanasia. Ooh. I mean, it sounds nice. It's, you're not going to name your kid Ooh. that, probably, but we could reclaim it. Psoriasis? Psoriasis. It's exotic, isn't it? Oh, that Ooh, sounds where are you nice. From? What, what about jambalaya? I mean, I guess jambalaya isn't a bad one, though. That's a, not at all. It's a food, but it, again, will you, do you name your kid after food? But. If we're talking diseases, what about angina? Okay, that one doesn't have like to say. Ange for short? Yeah. <laughs> Call no. me Ange. Oh, for Angela? No, angina. Yeah. <laughs> The other one, you I mean, like this that one's one? not a, not not so much. But this one's not a disease, but I like this one, labia. Labia is very nice. But I mean, you're probably not going to name your kid after your sin cave, are you? Not really. Although There's lots came of out parts of, there. of the vagina. I mean, even parts vagina of the oyster itself, ditch there right? That sound pretty nice. Uh, totally. Yeah. So you like vagina for a girl, but not angina? Yeah. I mean, interesting. They both. Interesting. I don't. I would say those are two on the lower end of the list for me, for sure. I, I think naming your kid uh, after any part of your clam is probably not where so we want to go with this. <sighs> no, no. Don't like that either, hey? No, I think, uh, yeah. Those are a little too... Labia, though. That one I like. <laughs> Sounds labia. beautiful. This uh, is my daughter, Labia. We all call her lips. We call her lips for short. Is that too far? I mean, it's... too far? No. Okay. We have Tulip Garden there's and Shauna podcast. It's election day in Alberta. It is election day it's in a Alberta. Big day. 
I love election day. I, I love the buzz of it. I love going to the polling station. I love watching the results come in. Mm-hmm. I love chatting with people about it. Yeah. I love it. I just, I'm yeah, not, you're a big election um, election guy. Big democracy guy big over democracy here. Big democracy guy. Like, Shana, not, I'm... Don't get me wrong, I also get excited, but not to your level. Like you, yeah. I'm, I think I'm, I would say I'm pretty romantic about elections. You know, even though I know that my one small vote isn't going to swing anything in most mm-hmm. elections, right? It's just the, like the whole process of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and I mean, especially in federal elections when like the government has already been decided before we even yeah. go to the polls here. That's a bit frustrating, but I just love the concept of voting. You know, I love participating in this, this old tradition. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say what I said in a recent thread on the Calgary subreddit. Like you might have family and friends and media and attack ads over the last few weeks who are like pressuring you to vote one way or vote another way. Um, we're telling you that if you don't, the province is going to go to hell. But it's like, each person's vote belongs solely to them. Yeah. And you get to go into that booth and you get to put down your X and you don't have to explain it to anybody. Mm-hmm. And it's a secret ballot for a reason. It's The whole process is secret for a reason. And I just think that's so great. It's true. You know, it's a we're probably always going to see corrupt politicians, totally incompetent politicians, inefficient governments. That's probably never going to go away. But I've never left the voting booth feeling bad. Nope. It's just you and that piece of paper. It is. It's what quite, you choose to put down on it. It's quite beautiful, isn't it? it? Is, and you yeah. get to, you get to participate in this thing that's much larger than yourself, which mm-hmm. I really like. The other thing I want to say about the election, I think, is that no matter what the outcome is tonight, no matter who wins. You're going to see some chicken littles on the losing side. You're going to see people who are freaking out, saying yep. the sky is falling. Yeah, absolutely. Talking about it how it happens the, every time. Yep. The mm-hmm. province is done for because this person won and I'm embarrassed to live here. And, you know, now I'm going to move. We'll see all of that stuff. You don't have to buy into any of that if you don't want to. Yeah. You're going to see it, but you don't have to buy into it. Yes. It happens every time. And guess yes. what? The province is still intact. Okay. So. Here we are. Yeah. Tomorrow morning, Shauna, you and I will still be here. We will. We will still be proud Albertans. Yes. And this province will still be one of the best places you could hope to live. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Assuming most people listening right now, Shauna, have already cast their vote or yep. perhaps don't even live in Alberta and aren't voting. Um, if you had to put money down. What do you think the result of the election is going to be tonight? Who will be our premier tomorrow morning? It's crazy because every time we talk about this, I've, I change my mind on who I think is going to win. Um, but you mentioned earlier that you, like, what was the latest polls? Most polls are showing a clear UCP victory. Yeah. Because I'm right there with you. I've changed my opinion several times in the last few weeks. I think, oh, maybe the NDP has this. No, maybe the UCP has this. Yeah. Um, um, and when you said that this morning, I once again was like, hmm. And there's a couple of reasons why I could see that. First of all, because older voters, I, I think, tend to vote UCP and they're more likely to vote. Older conservative voters vote like clockwork. Yes. You can guarantee that they'll show up. So vote, unless, you know, unless they've been off put by this election and have decided to stay home. Yeah. And I was also trying to think of why the polls would now show, uh, you know, them leading. And I was like, it's also a crazy time for students. So those that are younger that maybe would have voted, like it's it's graduation time, it's finals time, it's moving out, blah, blah, blah. I'm mm-hmm. like, I wonder if that also would affect uh, voter turnout in, you know, people who are in school age. So I don't know. Interesting point. Yeah. Yeah. I also have this theory that, like you said, older voters tend to vote conservative. 
And I also have this theory that they aren't as vocal about their support. It's true. Because they're from a generation where it was impolite to talk about politics. Yeah. And I mean, there's still obviously some very loud and outspoken conservatives in Alberta. But I've seen people say, oh, my street is lined with orange signs. The NDP have got this. And I'm like, I don't know if that necessarily translates into, into a win. Because, you know, like, yep. I can think of people I know who have reliably voted conservative their entire lives and would never put a sign on their lawn because yep. it's just, it's their business. It's true. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. If it's, it's felt over the last couple of weeks like all of the momentum has been in the NDP's favor. It has. That's why I find it shocking, but... And with that ethics ruling against Danielle Smith, I thought that would damage her. Yeah. But all the polls are showing that the UCP will come out as the winners tonight, so... I mean, we've talked before how polling doesn't necessarily mean... That that's the case either. So who knows? It's going to be very interesting to see. That's true. And yeah. we have seen some polls be yes, quite wrong. One. Yeah, totally. In, so. in recent memory. Mm-hmm. So if you had to put money down. <sighs> I'm st- see, I'm still waffling on it. I'm talking about reasons why I could I can understand why the UCP is ahead. But then I'm like, again, poll could be in a... Hmm. I say probably UCP. I think I th- that, that's what I'm thinking, too. But it's going to be tight. It's going to be very tight. It's going to be super tight. You might see some ridings flip that were unexpected. Yeah. But I do think just just the way the numbers play out, Yeah. It, the NDP would have to Interesting. have to really pull it off here to win. So I think Danielle Smith will be the Premier of Alberta as of tomorrow morning. If we even have a result by then, maybe True. it'll be so close that we won't know. I'm, I wonder if it will be because I think it's going to be extremely close. And I hope not because I don't want to stay up late tonight watching the results. I would like to get to bed at a decent time. So Yeah. Yeah. Please. Um, right after we leave the studio here, we're going to meet with our friends at Shane Holmes. Yes, we are. We have a, a check-in lunch every quarter just to see if they're still happy with how the, the partnership is going. And um, our contacts at Shane Holmes are just really nice people. They're so awesome. we, we usually yep. end up just hanging out and having a beer and totally. not even really talking work that much. So... Uh, we'll see what new messaging they would like to pass on to you. And that'll be reflected in the podcast probably come tomorrow. Look at that. Oh, yeah. That's how quickly we can turn it around. Uh-huh. For more info, ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I don't have your etymology music ready to go, so I'll just uh, do I'll it just... with my mouth. Etymology. Hey, no, hey, wait, I do have it here. Oh, oh. It's here. It's here. Oh, it's, com- it's coming. Oh, my God. What is happening? Okay, it's not working. You know what? I'd prefer it with your mouth anyway. That's, oh my God. Etymology with Shauna. Well, there's the out of context clip of the show today. Great. <sighs> you done that to yourself. I sure did. I signed up for <laughs> it. It's fine. I'm, I'm going to live with it. Uh, I've got a couple quick ones for you that okay. are kind of cool and just words that I came across. I'm like, I wonder what this means. The first one being umbrella. It's like, where did the word umbrella come from? That's kind of weird. Uh, So that's from the Latin term umbra, which just translates to shade or shadow. Okay. This one I think I knew. Yeah, I didn't. Because of what they call the Terminator line on the moon. Okay. I think it's the, is it called the penumbra? You're a space nerd, so yeah. that makes sense. Uh, but of course, the original umbrellas were meant to shield you from the sun. That was mm. what it was for, not for rain. Then now it kind of, we use it more for rain, but that's why. So it just means shade or shadow. So that's all you're saying when you say umbrella, give me my umbrella. The next one is pomegranate, which is a weird name it for a fruit It is a weird word, isn't well. it? Uh, so that comes from, ultimately from the medieval Latin pomum, which means apple, and granatum, which means having grains. So an apple with grains, 
But the word grenade has kind of the same root. And the grenade was actually named after the pomegranate. And grenades were designed with pomegranates in mind because inside a grenade are tiny pellets yeah. of shrapnel, right? And it looks similar to the seeds that are within a pomegranate. Huh. So I'd never thought about that. In some weird backwards way, pomegranate kind of means fruit grenade, which... And a grenade is an angry pomegranate. Is an angry pomegranate. So I'm actually going to call... Pomegranates, fruit grenades from this point forward, I'm thinking, because that's kind of awesome. So yeah, you get the fruit, fruit I grenade got a there, fruit hey? Fruit grenade there. But yeah, I'd never thought of that. And yeah, you look at a pomegranate, it looks like a grenade too. Sure right? does. So there you go. Simple things that you just never think about it. And now we know. Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Okay, this is a really dumb question. Yeah. But humor me for a moment. Here we go. Came okay. up on the weekend amongst my friends. Mm. Do you think I could take Connor McDavid in a fight? In a street fight, not on skates. Obviously, on skates, he's going to have the advantage. No, I don't. In a think street you fight, you don't think so? No. How come? I so I asked my boyfriend this as well. Who is it in hockey? Yes, and he was just like, no, uh, definitely not. How come? Well, first of all, he's a professionally trained athlete, and he trains several hours a day to to be so. True. So he's got. There's also a difference between like explosive training power that he has versus you know your tri- type of. Okay. Non-explosive. I can appreciate training. that. Uh, so no, I don't think you could. And also, you're not a fighter. Neither is he. He's only Fair. fought twice in his career, and he got hurt both times. Yeah, but you're in the same boat in terms of. I'm not a fighter either. So. I'm quite a bit bigger than him. Why would you ever think? Like what is he listed at? Like six six one one ninety. Yeah. I'm six three, like two forty. So I got quite a bit of size on him. Mm-hmm. He still right. has he is, professional. He is a professional athlete, but his his tools are not based on strength. It's all speed for him, right? Mm-hmm. That's why he's so effective. He's not super strong. Yeah, but how are you gonna? How would you beat him? Like you being heavier than him? There's not raw really, power. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> have you yeah. seen the size of his thighs? They'll just squeeze yeah. you. Does he have big thighs? Yeah. Well, all really? hockey players have massive thighs. Yes. He looks kind of like a beanpole, though. Mm, nope. He's nope. like a deer. He's like a deer on ice. He's fast. I don't. Is it I can't believe legs? that you would even think that you. Yeah, I think I could. I think I'd have a shot. I think I could take him. Cause you bench press. I think he's still gonna win. I do more than bench press. <laughs> okay. I also have dad strength. Oh. Factor that in. That's an intangible. That's one that I'll give you. I'll give you some dad, dad strength. strength. If you know? you're sheer adrenaline and he's trying to steal your child, then maybe you could take him. What if he just disrespected me? I don't think that. No. Would work. No. I think okay. he's gonna win. Mm-hmm. You're taking Connor McDavid over yeah, me for sure. Well, for sure. What did your friend say? Are you putting say? money on it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like put losing money. money. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. I encountered another type of snob when I was in uh, Las Vegas last week. A cheap snob. A cheap snob. So I met two people in Vegas who are newly dating and they were up cheaping one another. Like they were bragging about what they do to be cheap. One dude never tips and was openly admitting that. And then the other, the girl was bragging about how she is an extreme couponer and how much money she saves doing that. And they were honestly trying to upcheap each other in this conversation that I was overhearing. I was like, oh my God. Well, if their relationship works out, uh, they will, that household will have some tight finances. Won't it though? (laughs) There will be no fat to trim there. No, not at all. So. Which is good. I respect that. I know we've done, we've done frugal snobs before. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But you don't have to twist my arm, Shauna, to celebrate cheapness. <laughs> real cheap. I, I mean, I don't know if this is so. Okay. Yeah. Let's jump right into it. <laughs> Oh, I haven't paid full price for an item in my entire life. <laughs> oh, you think that's cheap? Well, I stole bottles from a children's bottle drive so I could return them for profit. Mm. Yes, well, I consider any brand name logo to be a sort of badge of shame. <laughs> Don't you spend money on clothing at all? I've taken up a nudist lifestyle to avoid that cost altogether. <laughs> you sounded a little Irish at first there. <laughs> I'm an Irish cheap, <laughs> cheap Irish person. I don't spend any money on clothing at all. <laughs> well, I've gone on a sort of pilgrimage of frugality to live amongst the cheapest cultures and learn from them. I flew on flare air. <laughs> well, I prefer not to spend money on food. When I'm hungry, I just commit a small crime so I can spend a few nights in jail and stock up on prison food. <laughs> <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I have some Fortune 500s for you. Perfect. Three of them, I think they would probably all qualify as local. Okay. So, I mean, the first one is from Lethbridge. This was submitted by a friend of the show, Jay. There's a, a motorsports store there called Cutter Loose. Oh, yeah. Which is, I'm not sure if it's a pun or if it's just like Alberta talk. That's just Alberta talk. Cut her loose there, I love it, yep. But we'll we'll acknowledge that one. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was from friend of the show, Tristan. There's a bakery in Canmore uh, called Bella Crusta Bakery. And on the sign, it also says, what the focaccia. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep, I I like like that. that. It's a nice little addition there. Totally. And finally, I don't remember if this one was mentioned or not, but this was from friend of the show, Arnold. There's a pet groomer in Calgary called That's So Fetch. Which, is Which great. it's funny because I saw that message for that one and I was like, I don't know if we have mentioned that. It's almost too good. It's like one that just maybe yeah. flew under the radar. That's a Mean Girls reference, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's so awesome. Mean Girls reference and a pun in there. I love it. Excellent pun business name. That's great. All three yes, of you. Well thank done. you. Mm-hmm. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. After traveling to New York, I, I've realized just how much more appreciative we should be of our service here. So if you go to a nice place in New York, a nice restaurant or something, the service is great, obviously. But I found that there was also a lot of places where the service was not that good. Really? Yeah. And I was I was thinking about this and I was like, I don't remember the last time around here, Calgary or Banff or anywhere really, where I actually had bad service. Like there's times where, you know, a server is better than others, but a server who's plain out rude or just not mm-hmm. good, it's, I don't know the last time that's happened. Yeah, I... Don't have that often either here, but my experience in New York was exactly the opposite. I found the service to be, like, top-notch. Interesting. And not, like, super warm and friendly, mm-hmm. but just, effi- like, so efficient. efficient. Everyone was so professional. Like, kind of a cold efficiency to it almost, right? Yeah, and I didn't and, even find that. I found a lot of times where there, we weren't getting service at all. We'd go into a place really? and they wouldn't even come by and yeah. just kind of look. And I was like, ah, oh, this is interesting. I mean, I suppose maybe we... Went into the the few particular places that were bad, but you'd think anywhere in New York you'd have to have decent service because there's so many places. Yeah, like, well, that's like, kind of like the worst service I've ever experienced was this the the town I lived up in in northern BC, mm-hmm. and like everywhere you went, the service was horrendous, and it's because there was really no other options, right? That's fine. There was no pressure, yeah, on any business to offer the best service because there weren't that. It's like where are you going to go? Yeah, you're here, you're, you're at the other place, and that's it. Totally. Whereas in New York. There are so, so many, many options that if you, ha- I feel like if you, if your service wasn't good, you'd, you'd get I know. beat. 
And that's why, like, I don't, did we catch them on a bad week? Like, I know it was in between two really busy weekends. It was during the week. So maybe everybody was kind of taking a break or, but I found it very odd. And then, yeah, I came back here and was like, man, we do have pretty consistently great service around here. Yeah. You're unlikely to run into. You really are. Bad service very Mm -hmm. often here. Yeah. And if it is, there's normally an extenuating circumstance of some sort. Right. But outside of that, I just was like, I think we need to appreciate this a little more. Hmm. Pretty good at that. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I'm still laughing about the mental image of your boyfriend, Cliff, <laughs> chasing this guy out of your house naked. So if you're just tuning in, Shauna was telling the story about how uh, this past week, Friday, early Friday morning. Early Friday morning, yeah. You woke up and there was someone in your kitchen. Yes, a strange man in my kitchen and yeah. he was taking some booze. Stealing and booze. Robbing, yeah. And you said earlier that one of the, the bottles he stole was this really nice bottle of wine. Yes. It was a Blue Jays bottle of wine. Right? Which is also hilarious because that's the first thing my, my boyfriend Cliff then reacted to. He was just like, well, where's the Blue Jay? Was that one of the things he stole? And I was like, yes, Cliff, the Blue Jays wine was one of the... Is that really the biggest concern here? But he was pretty disappointed about it. And the police recovered that bottle, didn't oh, they? so funny. So after that, because they were taking descriptions of everything that was stolen, and so that was one of the things. And then uh, they got a dispatch from another police officer who was outside at the time and goes, oh, I think we found your booze. So we went to the front, and I guess the guy was trying to throw this crate over the fence and realized he couldn't take it all. So he left this bottle. So the cop picks it up, and it's still intact. And he's wow. like, you got your Blue Jays wine back. So we're all laughing about that. We were laughing on the weekend at uh, at our bike pub crawl. Mm-hmm. We were like, maybe, he, maybe this thief just wasn't into that type of wine, hey? Maybe <laughs> just being picky about yeah, which ones he want. Yeah. It wasn't a very good year in his opinion. <laughs> yeah. Standing mm. around in the alley with his friends. Mm. <laughs> just the uh, tannins in this one are lacking. Oh <laughs> yeah, can you imagine he's that it's, picky about you? You're a yeah. thief with a, yeah, mm, yeah. No, it's not good enough mm. for me. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave the 72. What kind of cheap swill that is this that I was going to steal? <laughs> Chelsea's nephew said I look like a secret agent, which was awesome. Pickles, cheese, and crackers week for me. Full-on bomb. Full-on vomiting. Ah, gotta go to camp. Gotta sleep in another random bed. X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.